Warning. This episode of In the Shadows is a tad more graphic than usual and may disturb the more discerning listener. A smile in the corner of your eye, a smile in the mirror that vanishes when you turn to look, a smile in the mud that looks like it was drawn by a child, a smile carved into the rotting wood of a fallen tree, dull gray water that laps up against the hem of your pants, coarse gray dust that sticks to your hands, Something is watching you from the shadows of the wetlands, and it is not kind. Welcome, listeners, to In the Shadows. Today we are covering the mysterious shadow of the bayou, a serial killer who haunted the old town for months before mysteriously disappearing. Close your eyes, my darling listeners, and picture. The wetlands at night, the full moon shining bright in the sky, the leaves damp and the water shimmering. Look there, do you see? Do you see a dark shape that flits across the tree line, its form indistinguishable? Do you see as it pauses, hesitates, before disappearing into the first line of houses? Look closer. Look closer. Look closer. Is its form still indistinguishable? Beginning on the 18th of November, 1931, the city of Old Town was haunted by a mysterious killer who was known as the Shadow of the Bayou. While that nickname certainly sounds unnecessarily gothic, it was also quite accurate. After all, it was, and still is theorized, the shadow could, quite literally, become an incorporeal figure of darkness, no longer bound to the material world. The shadow may have killed up to 23 people, but only 12 of their remains were ever found out in the bayou, often with much of the corpse missing. Usually those were strips of flesh off the back and thighs, certain organs and so on. Anyone else feel like we're missing something? The shadow of the bayou's first suspected victims lived together at the corner of Hunter and Sunset Road, near the small CVS that has stood there since 1687. Jackie, the sole cashier at that small CVS, has stood there since 1688, a year after its opening. Jackie is only 22, but make no joke, they have stood there since 1688. Some of the CVS's stock has quite obviously been there for longer. 
Two small women lived in the small yellow house at the corner of Hunter and Sunset Road, near the CVS that has stood there since 1687. They had only lived there for four years at the time, and their names were Catherine Maggio and Vagatha. Vagatha sold her last name to a crossroads spirit at age 16, and at 28 years old had taken to calling herself by the last name of her best friend and housemate, Catherine. It, it does say here that they were best friends, but I would personally take that with a grain of salt. Perhaps they were simply two women who were very close and lived together in the same house and shared a last name, despite being from different families, and simply not friends at all. Who knows? As previously mentioned, on the 18th of November, both Catherine and Vagatha were presumably killed by the shadow of the bayou. Their remains were found deep in the bayou by an alligator hunter named Charles LeBlanc, and were, by then, days old and partially eaten. They had both been partially disemboweled, with certain organs such as the heart and liver missing, but others such as the intestines and bladder still present and accounted for. Catherine had been dismembered, and most of the flesh on her back had been removed. Vagatha, on the other hand, was fairly intact, despite the disembowelment. The clear cause of death was the severe slashing of her throat. Both had clear bite marks on them, caused by the alligators, but the removal of limbs, flesh, and organs had been neat and clean, indicating the use of a sharp object, most likely a knife or scalpel. This unfortunate trend continued with the next victims. Teenager Josh Crenton found as a mess of blood and organs and bones. Pharmacist Paul Lawrence found completely dismembered but with his organs still inside of him. Restaurant owner Isabel McLean found inside of an alligator by the increasingly unlucky Charles LeBlanc. So on and so forth. This removal of organs, the occasional skinning, the cutaway flesh, led investigators to think that the murderer had some amount of anatomical knowledge. Well, even I could have guessed that. Soon the murders began to be connected to a string of missing persons cases, as remains were discovered deeper and deeper inside the bayou. Hence why the shadow of the bayou has 23 suspected killings, rather than 23 confirmed ones. All remains were discovered by civilians, those unlucky people which the bayou itself favored. When the police attempted to get involved and scour the swamp for bodies, 
They were obviously stopped by the alligator tree shapeshifters. We all know that the alligator tree shapeshifters of the bayou are fickle and enjoy killing and eating whole whomever enters without permission. This seems to have been true even in the early 1930s. After three officers were killed and swallowed, the police force backed off and elected to continue their investigation in the relative safety of Old Town itself. On January 10th, 1932, about three months into the killings and four bodies later, one newspaper received a letter from the supposed killer. It reads, Published this so that the lovely folks of Old Town shall know what supernatural entities they have been chosen by. I am the essence, a shadow of the bayou, but that is not where I stay, only where I take my prey for their eternal rest. I am a shadow who drifts among you while you go about your lives unknowingly. I watch to see who would be the best prey to toss into my iron skillet, and at night I hunt. I am not a human, but a spirit, incorporeal and the deadliest of hunters. If I did not respectfully and honorably hunt only to eat, I could slay hundreds, thousands, for I am in close relationship with the spirits of death. Well, duh, sir. Any five-year-old can tell you're a spirit. Still, this letter is where the name Shadow of the Bayou was coined from. The shadow also goes on to insult and mock the police, saying that he would never be caught. Well, he was correct on that front. Finally, in March of 1933, 19 months later, as the Great Depression wound down, the shadow of the bayou finally vanished from the final murder of Alexander McClintock. Alexander's remains were almost fully intact, apart from the telltale slash across his neck, and only some flesh off his back and thighs had been cut away. There was no sign of the shadow's return. There were one or two mimics, but the bayou itself ejected them. They were found at its edges, their corpses lying with those of their victims, tossed aside by the alligator tree shapeshifters. Do you see the shadows flip between the trees? Do you hear the whisper on the wind? The bayou no longer hungers, and bodies are no longer found. Huddle close to your home, and do not leave in the night. Lock your doors, and keep on a light. As always, thank you for listening. Up next, smooth jazz and crackling static. Stay tuned.